Hey friends, welcome to the Stationery Cafe, your podcast for everything stationery, journaling, and planning related. This is April from Penguins Creative, and we have Kelly from Kelly Love Letters here with me today, and we're going to talk about living the analog life and fun things in the community. So join us with a drink. Let's chat about what's new in the stationery world. Hey Kelly, how's it going? Hi April, it's good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2023. Wow. It's about time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that a Lizzo song? <laughs> it's yeah. about damn time. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've only just saw you yesterday or I didn't pull up that joke. I feel like last year or something like I haven't seen you since last year, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> you, you ruined it because we we did see each other yesterday, so <laughs> we saw the joke doesn't work. Doesn't work with you. <laughs> or or oh, I remember now. It was I feel like it's been a year <laughs> since right. I since I last talked to you. <laughs> but it hasn't because I was just there. I know. <laughs> I, I just spent the new year with April and Elliot and uh, in Seattle, right here. In Seattle, a bunch of fun planner people. We had a good time. I know. That's like my yearly routine, or at least I'm trying to make it my yearly routine, which is to, it started, I think, with the intention to like, you know, start the new year with your journal and like journal, yeah. write something. Like in Japan, they have this thing called first write the haku kaki something like mm-hmm. the first writing of the year to set the tone and and i think somehow i was like let's do it with some friends and then let's invite some friends over and we can have breakfast together and then journal together and then the meeting just got bigger and bigger and i think this is the largest yet yeah, and kelly came up from portland too to to join us so it was really fun i had a good time it was so good <laughs> What what else did you do since you went back to Portland for New Year's? Um, well, I got to see Mom and Maya a little bit and uh my my buddies and I are watching Ghost in the Shell right now, which I was trying to talk to April about and like she's like, You mean the Scarlett Johansson movie? I'm like, No <laughs> <laughs> Like the original anime. But we are watching it, um dubbed not subbed which isn't really my preference but my friends were like I don't want to like have to read the subtitles which I get but I'm also like but the voice acting is so much better (laughs) I don't know I haven't I haven't ever watched Ghost in the Shell it's kind of an older one but it Mm -hmm. it actually takes place in the year 2030 so oh we're close (laughs) but it was written like in the 90s I think or Yeah. yeah so it's kind of funny because we keep making jokes like, oh, we're going to get that in seven years. <laughs> the flying yeah. across the city, on yeah. like machines, that kind of stuff, you know, perfect. Yeah. We're almost there. We're almost there. It's just, happening. Just a few more years of global warming, I guess. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. This, this turned dark. Anyway. It's the, it's the truth podcast today. <laughs> what, what did you do after I left? Uh, I rested. I took a nap. (laughs) I rested. I like took a bath while catching up on my favorite (laughs) K-drama. I think I kind of treated today. This is the second of 2023 as my actual New Year break where I just like completely 
laced around, slept in, had a good meal, and journal all day long. That's like all I want to nice. do in my life forever. But <laughs> you have to work. <laughs> I know, right? I also did a lot of that today. Um, nice. But I went to the store, got some fruit, and, you know, figuring my life out slowly <laughs> but surely. <laughs> Did you, did you like do any like goal setting planning thing in your, in your journal or like at least start prepping all your planners? I know you brought some of them up to Seattle. And... Some of them. I brought like all of my planners <laughs> to Seattle. It was great. I, I, it was intense unpacking it. In fact, I, well, no, I think I mostly unpacked those things, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So I wrote a little bit in my new, um, the new insert I started, which is the Kyoto insert um, that I got like literally in 2020 when Nita helped me order the Kyoto Traveler's Notebook. Yeah, the Traveler's Notebook. And I Notebook. never used it. It's it's the really pretty like mm-hmm. uh, gray cover with the rose gold foil. Mm-hmm. Uh, with all the icons of Kyoto on yes. I'm excited because oh, so- I I'm about to break into my new TN refill too. But you'll be mad at this. Like the the things I'm going to start journaling about though is like stuff from Christmas. So it's like today oh, I spend boy. the whole day catching <laughs> up with December daily. <laughs> so- that's that's a lot. I just gave up on. <laughs> but okay, I wanted to show this off. Look at how perfectly I stamped that stamp in the the rectangle of the traveler's notebook insert like i have this tarot card stamp that like fit just perfectly and i'm like oh oh the opening window i always never know what to do with it i I think i used to the only thing i started doing is just to write like which day i started this refill and which day i ended it like on top of that gray box but i didn't really like do anything inside (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I should start yeah. putting photos of cookie on in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, what else did I do? So while you were here, we streamed. And I think during your stream, I came up with my word of the year. And <laughs> yeah. it was a lot of people like to ask the question, how do you pick your words of the year? I feel like there's no real way because like how I came up with mine was really just like a sudden recognition about a word that like came to me. In the last year, I can say last year now, finally, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the last year during like a conversation when I was in Japan and like that word suddenly popped right back into my mind. So that has like zero process. It was the word teine in Japanese, mm-hmm. which means to be very thorough and detail oriented. And I think we were looking at, you know, the craftsmen that were making the binders, components for plotter and then at the mm-hmm. leather tanneries and then also looking at like the factories that make the paper and like people are just like so focused and so concentrated and being so thorough and I think I was kind of inspired to be like that for my Mm -hmm. new year so that was kind of the word that is going to hopefully kind of be my anchor my my north north star word (laughs) yeah for next year so i guess in a way the words of the year could be something that you're gonna try to relate to a lot in 2023 or the in the new year but how you came about it it could take time like it could take some thorough reflection or it could just take like a spontaneous moment of like i knew exactly how i want to be next year (laughs) you know right and I think also reflecting a lot on like probably what you did not do so well. And that's probably why you want to 
be better or something like that yeah. or just be a little different next year not necessarily better so yeah I'm, I'm glad I came up with that though yeah I like that one mm-hmm so before we get into the bulk of today's episode, which is we're going to revisit some of our top threes, because I feel oh, yeah. like that's a great, top three. a great type of content <laughs> for, a, you know, a first episode of the year kind of thing. Um, what are you drinking? <laughs> we forgot. So, yeah, no, I was drinking from my new Geraldine's mug, which, <laughs> by the way, my, my besties really liked the mugs. Um, I love it. Just, just for context, really quick, we went to this uh, diner called Geraldine's Counter mm-hmm. um, in Columbia City, Seattle. Um, they have these really cute diner mugs. And the reason I bought them for my friends is because there's a character in a book series we're reading. Her name's Geraldine, and she's, like, awesome, so... Like, my friends need this mug. <laughs> That's um, awesome. But yeah, I just had some Earl Grey tea in there, uh, oh, but nice. it's all gone. So I'll be having water from now. <laughs> <laughs> I made myself a cute little drink in my <gasps> Adiria retro glasses from Momoizaka. Um, but it's a combination of seltzer and yuzu jam. So kind of like delicious. easing myself back to my, you know, old, my 20. 20- 22 end of the year diet which is like less added sugar drinks you know more more conscious eating habits we probably will get to that at the very end but you know it's kind of fun to finally put cute drinks into this like really pretty tall glass uh it's like that tulip shape leg where it looks like a little Mm -hmm. parfait cup it's it's really cute all right diving right into it we decided to revisit some top threes of 2022 stationary wise and i thought we kicked off with the pen section because funnily enough last year april said she's only gonna buy four pens in 2022 (laughs) she said she's only gonna buy a pen per quarter and that did not go the way she wanted um Mm -hmm. no thanks to Kelly and CY and a lot of our other friends, <laughs> all the wonderful friends I got to like hang out with this entire year at pen shows <laughs> in my various trips. Um, I can't leave out Kulei in this mix. Like, darn mm. you guys. <laughs> I got sure. enabled heart this year um, and I bought more than four pens. So I think it's a good section to kick off. But why don't you go first, actually? I'm and going then, first. Okay. And then I can, like, delve into my top three. Yeah. Um, so... Oh, no, not that. Oh, my God. Hey, hey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, So fine. I actually didn't realize until you said this just now that all, th- all of my top three I got at pen shows. Well, okay, technically not this one, I guess. But um, I told CY that... Uh, I was interested in like a used Mont Blanc and I didn't want to pay more than $350 for it, which is a lot of money for me. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's an um, expensive pen. But like, I just, because normally Mont Blanc, any Mont Blanc pen, no matter what it is, is like minimum price $600 new. Like if it's a rollerball, <laughs> if it's a fountain pen, it just, the price just skyrockets. So I was like, yeah, I really want a used one. And so he found one for me and he like fixed it up for me and he's like, do you want to grind? I'm like, no, I don't want to grind. I just want, <laughs> I just want the pen. So it's a Mont Blanc 146. It's 
it's not really a Kelly pen because it's like boring, quote unquote, but it's it's black. <laughs> it's black with gold trim, your standard Mont Blanc. It's got that Mont Blanc look, right? It's got the look. It's got the ink window. It's a mm-hmm. piston filler. It's honestly really great. Um, it's a great writer. I like to talk a lot of smack about Mont Blanc because uh, I just feel like they're kind of elitist for no reason, which... <laughs> You know, that's part of the whole, that's the whole brand, basically. But it is kind of part of the brand, but it does drive away, like it creates a barrier to entry. So that's yeah, why exactly. there are pens that look like Mont Blancs, but are cheaper. Exactly. Yeah. But I, so, you know, I got this quote unquote cheap <laughs> pen from CY and it writes really nice. It's, um, I think he's told me it has an ebonite feed. I'm pretty sure. You told me that. Ooh. If you're listening, CY or Akane, let me know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a beautiful pen. I I don't regret it. I think it was a great addition. I I just felt like I would have I, like I need a Mont Blanc in my collection, right? Like just one. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then the other thing that April thinks I'm so lame for some reason is my my little Microsoft vintage. Uh, Kaweco set. It's... So I put clips on both of them. I put a black clip on the ballpoint. I mean, it's it's just kind of ballpoint is just whatever. But um, it's just a Kaweco sport. It's clear. It says Microsoft on it, and it's numbered. And I did I you just... use it? Yeah. <laughs> so we talked about this. I think Kelly mentioned it at the SFN show on our after dark kind of like podcast forum roundtable program we did that evening and you were showing it off and i we we all thought it was the most ridiculous purchase of the sfn show no it's so good and i can't believe you made it to your top three (laughs) like the thing is microsoft it it just makes me think of being a kid when you know like Microsoft Windows 95 or whatever uh, like it, it kind of brings me back to that time so and not just, like a trade show freebie pen <laughs> kind of deal which is what it makes me think of <laughs> well, I mean I'm pretty certain that this set was like gifted to someone that worked at Microsoft a long time ago I'm assuming there were a thousand made though I just Ooh. I just thought it was cool it's one of those little collector things that's true. Maybe. It is pretty nerdy, and I kind of like that. <laughs> I, like, I like the nerdness of it. Um, and then the last one, which is not actually a fountain pen, is my glass dip pen that April and I both got at the yeah. SF Pen Show. But she got the, what is yours again? Morning Glory or whatever? The Morning Glory one, yeah. And mine is the, um, I'm even afraid to hold it up to the camera like this, the Cinderella with the really cool, like, is it the glass uh, so, slipper something? It's the glass slipper. It's so good. I like it was definitely I wasn't planning to buy it at all, but I'm really glad I did because it's it's really special. Remember and, like back in like two years ago or something on this podcast, you were like, I hate glass pens, like I break them <laughs> well, even no. even though I was just drying them, like <laughs> you've come a long way. <laughs> the thing is, like I think the quality of the pen is has a lot to do with it because I'd only really had like kind of I don't want to say knockoff or like cheap I mean they were cheaper glass pens 
and it's true. Maybe I was a little rough on him, you know, but I try, I try to be gentle with this one. I've, I've learned my lesson. <laughs> I, nothing bad has happened thus far. So knock on wood, knock on wood. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been the bungo box. Last dip pen, my first one, the sweet potato would have been my top three, but that would have been in 2021. So yeah, wasn't that at like the tail end of last yeah. of 2022 exactly. or 20? Yeah, 21. So it was it, it it didn't make it into my list this year because we're talking about 2022. Yeah. So great top three choice over there. I think yeah, mine. You've, you've got some bangers. Mine ended up being like exactly <laughs> the fruity trio I had imagined. I love that. Yes, they and look they're so all good. like like. In contrast to your Mont Blancs, like the black <laughs> exterior, this is like extremely flirty and cutesy and like poppy. But essentially, it is the Bungu Box uh, Mikan, the Sailor Pro Gear Mini, and then the uh, Bungu Kan Kobayashi Bungu Kan Shizuoka Strawberry Sailor Pro Gear Slim, also in a mini. So cute, oh. and the platinum three seven seven six century, um, in the special apricot peach tea. So to kind of describe them individually, I think I got the strawberry first, mm-hmm. then the um uh, apricot peach tea, then the mikan, which is orange in Japanese. I thought mikan was before the peach tea. Maybe I don't know. No, because I I'm pretty positive. Rapid I, succession. I got the. It, it is kind of like the strawberry was still within my like one pen per quarter plan. It was like earlier this year, like uh, earlier last year, like around February, and then um, it was like a special pen that you can only get at the stationery store, and they don't sell overseas. But when I saw it, and I had to have it, and I asked CY, that was my first kind of CY request, I believe. Mm. Um, and I was like, can I please get the strawberry? She's like, got strawberry. <laughs> and I remember you were fawning over the Ancora, like Lily of the Valley, or like your Taurus oh, pen, yeah. which is also a mini. And I remember yep. back then thinking I would never get a mini pen. Like, it's so small. Like... <laughs> And here but I it's am. it's perfect when you post it. Sailor Pro Gear Slim <laughs> Mini. And it's just so pleasant, so cute because it's got the, yes. the darker pink cap, the light milky pink body, and the, again, the same darker pink finial and the, uh, sorry, end section. And then a, a grassy green finial that makes it look like a tiny strawberry, which I think is like the coolest so color combo ever. It's really good. And then fast forward to May when I went back to Taiwan, I think early, uh, end of April, early May, I was in Taiwan after like not visiting my family for three years because of the pandemic. Yeah. I went and, you know, happened across the apricot peach tea at the Kinokuniya when I thought That's it was right. like completely sold out because <laughs> this platinum peach tea, apricot peach tea actually came out like, I think end of 2021 as well. Yeah. And then when I saw it at Kinokuniya, that happened to me like my second to last day before coming back to the U.S. And I was like, it's and, me- and you're like, oh, <laughs> it's meant to be. And I couldn't even it was so funny because I actually had to make a membership at Kinokuniya to get the discount. No way. Yeah. I, oh I, and it actually like even like breaks even and I still get more discounts. So it was it was a deal to get the membership. But what That's irks me more is the day after I flew back to the U.S. 
it was Members Day, and then you get like twenty percent off, even a higher <laughs> discount. So I could have got this pen for way more, way cheaper, but I was still very happy about it. And this pen is, you know, my favorite three seven seven six. I think I've said it before in the podcast. That's probably my favorite nib. Um, the platinum three seven seven six M nib. It's got like a peachy pink cap, more neony pink body, and like a very like sharp yellow, all pretty translucent end section. And I think the these like um, what do you call it? the band mm-hmm. is rose gold, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks really it's nice. So pretty! It's such a good one. And doesn't it's, it have a peach on the nib too? It has a peach on the nib, and the oh. strawberry had the strawberry, so it was all very <sighs> very nice. So good. And then the end of my fruit platter is the Mikan, which came. <laughs> I think they were they were pretty hot like commodity when they first came out and like I remember people were ordering them and I was just thinking it was too expensive I'm not getting another sailor like especially box pens are a little bit more expensive and so I wasn't like onto this the moment the box Mikan was released um, it's orange all over in the mini size with a white finial really cute and on the tip it's got like a little um, oh, orange pearly orange, orange slice. slice on it and the cool thing is the nib is a f- pro gear size like a full size mm-hmm. nib so it's a larger nib size than my shizuoka strawberry and i love it even more and since my ownership of it it has only ever had the mikan ink that came oh, out with really? it i've not switched <laughs> out to any other ink because it's just it's just perfect for each other and yeah. I think I've re-inked it like four times with the same ink. Already. Nice. I don't ever do that. <laughs> I've done that maybe like two times. So I got this pen like I think after the first wave was so they decided to re-release it again. Right. And there's like a waiting list like of 100 pieces. And I got on that waiting list and turns out they made more after that. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. It came with that really cool cardboard box that mimics a fruit basket, a fruit box so in Japan. Cute. I yeah. still keep that box on my tabletop. So it's just, it's perfect. That's, that's like the one pen box I would keep. I just, I don't keep them. I know we've talked about this before. <laughs> I was like, what if you want to sell it? I'm like, I don't want to sell it. That's why I'm buying it. <laughs> As I say now. <laughs> So these three are my favorite pens. And in this case, I guess I'm we're both referring a little bit to, well, me, mostly fountain pens. But you had a little variety there. I know. I put, I put in, I slipped one in there. I know. <laughs> I'm Now that I'm thinking about it, if I wasn't talking about fountain pen, which pen would I, would really stand out? And I'm like, hmm, I've been using a lot of fountain pen this year, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> what about all your Uniball ones? I know, right? They're like... <laughs> They're like great, but they're not like top three <laughs> material. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. I also, uh, if we're doing like honorable mention, which we're not, but I'm throwing this in there and there anyway, is the Wicked Witch um, 1911 ah. large that I got. I just inked this up with the Naruto orange ink that mm. Toast Toasty gave me a sample of when I was in Houston. And it looks really cool. So just throwing that in there. The purple with the orange. That does work. Halloween-y. And uh, yeah, I know that pen didn't come out this year, but I I got it this year. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. 
So moving on to the next section, I would love to talk a little bit about our top three notebook slash journal slash diary. I think the paper part of this obsession, right? Yep. Like what's great, what's not. It could become kind of like a mini, like kind of techo kaigi, like what's our favorite planner, but yeah, or or it could just be any other notebook. You know, it could be any special paper notebook that you like. So, what's Which what's have, your, what's your top I've three? Got, I've got all three. So number one, I brought these down here for a reason. Okay, <laughs> Hobonichi Weeks. Hobonichi Weeks. <laughs> in twenty twenty two, I had the obnoxious Inuyasha um, <laughs> version. <laughs> and you know, this year I've got the the melon soda cafe one, which is perfect. Um, but you know, this just continues to be my favorite um, favorite way to plan day to day stuff. Stationary work, dump. <laughs> stationary dump. Put in work schedule. Like sometimes it's not quite as crazy. I don't know. Maybe it is all the time. <laughs> but. Um, I like to put in when my favorite sandwich shop is closed because they do, they do that sometimes and I'm like oh gotta make a note of it because I'd be sad <laughs> if I'm like all right time for break bread and it's like nope they're they're on vacation. So you actually have some other restaurant schedule <laughs> on your weeks. Hey it's right around the corner from Oblation and it's so delicious. <laughs> You know what? I feel like I regret not doing that because for the majority <laughs> of this year, almost every weekend, Saturday and Sunday, I will actually check to see if this food truck is available that has the sunny, it's called Sunny Up and it's got this breakfast sandwich. And oh. my favorite thing to do is like on when I wake up on a Saturday morning and Sunday morning is to go to their page and see if they're near me. <laughs> like That's like the thing yeah. I would do. I that, should have just put it on the calendar. <laughs> you should do it this year. <laughs> Damn it. So... Missed yeah, opportunity. This, can... <laughs> this just continues to be my ride or die, and that's probably not going to change. Um, and number two would be my traveler's notebook inserts. Actually, I said passport size, but really the standard size as well. Because um, this year I have it archived in my little 011 um, <laughs> insert from Traveler's. The hard binder. Um, uh, the hard binder that is like the archive, the refill archive thing. That's right. Um, like this this one from this year, uh, I remember I started it when I went to DC and I think it was over, when was it over? Ugh. October 2022. Ooh. So that lasted what, like three months or so yeah um, from the beginning of august to october yeah yeah and so i i did a fair bit of journaling in the passport size last year as well and there's you know from our our little uh houston meetup cute um like oops there goes a pencil board um i just really like journaling in traveler's notebooks and i think i've talked about that um before as well but it's there's something about both the passport and the standard size equally that, like, I don't know. And the fact that the inserts aren't so daunting and enormous and, like, you know, it feels good to finish it. And then you're like, oh, now you Yeah, you're right. It doesn't feel forever to fill up. Like, yeah. yeah, and you can start a new one whenever without feeling like you're, like, wasting a whole year of planner. 
And that's that's the good part about Traveler's Notebooks. <laughs> um, and then number three for me is going to be this guy, which I know I also talk about a lot. And she's really chunked up um, quite a bit, but it's the Leuchtturm 1917. It's an A5 dot grid. And people ask me at my job a lot, like, so what? how does this do with fountain pen? It's honestly really good with fountain pen. Like, it's not my favorite paper of all time, but mm-hmm. I feel like it performs well. <laughs> uh, and it's my, like, you know, witchy tarot uh, slash nature observation oh, type nice. journal. And, like, I was thinking to myself when... April put these questions together I was like did I even use this in 2022 and I I used it quite a bit actually (laughs) um I think during during the end of the year I wasn't as much but there's a lot in here um like this cute little strawberry section here (laughs) I have strawberry wrapping paper I think right yeah Mm -hmm. um I don't know lots of tarot and like this kind of crap here. I don't know. Colla- I do collage. It just doesn't look like other people's. <laughs> so, so it's kind of like I your whatever interest, hobby, kind of catch-all book. I like it. So yeah. you got like Hobonichi Weeks, which is your planner, your passport size, which is your diary journaling kind of thing for trips mm-hmm. and stuff. And then the as above, so below. Yeah, and the and that this book, you know, I got it, I believe, in 2020, and I'm I've used 100 pages, and there are 250 pages, and I'm like, holy moly, this is gonna this is gonna just be around forever. (laughs) It's gonna gonna last for another while. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So it's it's here to stay. (laughs) It's kind of cool though that you can like kind of have that book like continue with you for so many years and then still be relevant, which is hard. Yeah, and it's funny how I was just saying like, oh yeah, Travelers is great because it's, it's not huge, and this one is like, yeah, it's huge, and I like that too. <laughs> You're just a walking contradiction. <laughs> There's just, you know... But aren't we all in the stationary yeah. hobby? <laughs> For sure. We will say we don't like a certain thing, and then the next thing you know, I got a blue book. You know, something like that. <laughs> yeah. So um, what, what's your what's your top three? Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of just going over like my most used books. Yeah, I, that's I, what I tried to do. I too. want to be true to the topic, right? If it's totally. the reason it makes it into top three is because I really heckin' love using it this entire yeah. year. And yeah. just like you, your ride and die is the week. My ride and die is the cousin of Egg. And totally. it's a chunky 912 gram. Oh, um, wow. Just a second of Egg. My chunky second is 912 gram, which is about two pounds, four ounces. That's impressive. And so if you count <laughs> both books, because my first ha- half of the veg mm. is just as large, this is probably a four pound complete, completed uh, diary of my life. It's like life. a premature baby. <laughs> <laughs> that would oh be my. a very, very small baby, though. <laughs> <laughs> Such a grotesque way of describing it. Not comfortable with that. Sorry. (laughs) A cute little animal, a little rabbit. Why don't you you say things like that? Okay. How about like a little kitten baby? Or a large burrito, you know, (laughs) things like that. (laughs) 
I don't know what you expect from me. Anyway, super cute. So my yeah. Hobonichi, my ride and die, it has been filled with just photos, cutouts, um, postcards oh, that, was from me. that Kelly sends me because they're very nice. Um, this year I do, for the second half, I did a lot more writing and just photos. Um, you can even say it's kind of scrapbooking like, but mm -hmm. I remember when I started out using Hobonichi, it was purely doodles and writing yeah. and i think in the busier months of my life since you know the pandemic started kind of like opening up to more travel and more trips and stuff i started to have less time for doodles but i still do them occasionally especially when it's like food that yeah. i like to eat i like to draw them out but i did or find myself with the ginkgo blanket yes like little <laughs> illustrations like that but i did also enjoy that I could like really just slap some realistic photos in there to really show how nice that like dish is or like how yeah. beautiful a certain scene is or like when we went to Portland like a group photo of all of us oh. I can never draw that you know so I, <laughs> I, rather, I feel like you could I rather just put in the real photo and <laughs> I I've been just loving it so much and knowing that it's like jam-packed with every little nuance, memory, happy things, sad things, the yeah. disappointing more moments, happy moments. It's just like I felt pretty alive and proud of myself for keeping up with one thing, right? Like if, totally. if nothing else, I kept up with journaling this year. Yeah. So that's my <laughs> top three. I think if we continue this topic, it might always be in my top three when yeah. other things cycle out. Um, second item Number two is not a surprise, but actually also pretty special for me because I actually did not think I used my Traverse notebooks as much any other year versus this year. Mm. I used my Traverse notebook so much this year. And I think it is also because we started going on so many trips to pen yeah. shows, um, you know, DC, San Francisco. And then I, we went down to Portland during summer for the traveling sketch. I went back to Taiwan and then went to Japan again and went and went to Taiwan again. There was just a lot of trips that dotted like throughout this year. I went up to Vancouver too. Yeah. And each of them became, you know, more than a single page of my Hobonichi could handle, you know. Right. So they yeah. all spill into my refills and which is funnily enough, they came out with the limited sets, right? Which is like, keep on traveling in your mind. But we actually yep. did travel a lot this year. <laughs> yeah. So the hotel uh, set was the one I got. And it turns out to be perfect. Because, you know, I'm staying at all these places. And the hotel set really Which I like... I might get for myself, too. It's, such, it's the best one. I can't believe Kelly did not get the hotel set. You, There's you... still some left in oblation. <laughs> I still have a chance. Tell that to yourself, <laughs> Kelly. So I love it. And you said you used like how many refills did you use this year in total for your Traverse Notebook? Hmm, I didn't actually check. I, I usually it's roughly like three months for a normal size refill for me because I don't do it like every day. Mm, so that would be like probably four refills maybe. Yeah, this year, or at least three, or no, because I did more earlier. Yeah, I think I probably got four. I think I filled like six refills this year. Nice so every every two months. So, just they're all like 
really really documentary type like you know with your with the hobonichi you can only squeeze it into one page and for this one i could like spread out with like three yeah. doodles per three hours yeah. you know or like yeah. um, multiple photos of a singular event like across five pages and i really just went ham because i in the back of my head i know i have many refills and i'm just gonna <laughs> right. i do not have to worry about running out <laughs> so no. for me each time i journal in my traverse notebook it's more of like a race against myself like april how <laughs> fast can you go through this refill <laughs> so you can start the next one <laughs> yeah so yep i'm in the same boat I gotta get more of those uh, the heart uh, refill storage thing to to start documenting my stuff. So I'm starting my new one this year too. The superior labor refill that my friend Esther gifted me. Uh, the a uh, barber shop striped refill is so beautiful, and it's a it's just an MD cream. My favorite layout, actually, my favorite layout might be the dark red as well, but. The, mm-hmm. the MD cream is a second close second and I'm excited especially using it with the new diner set that just came out yes can't wait to switch into that in January I'm, I'm very excited yeah <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah I I just love my Traverse notebook and I feel like this is the year I don't feel guilty about owning so many covers because I literally swap through all of yeah. them I've, I used the olive one for the Pacific Northwest trip I used the hotel one for my Taiwan trip, and I think I used the blue one for a little. Remember when we went to, uh, what's that place in Oregon with Hood Elliot? River? Yeah, Hood River. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did, did I bring? Did I bring my hotel or did I bring my Starbucks? I'm visit? pretty sure you brought the hotel because you were like, "Oh, I got the hotel." Oh, that's we're right, because we stayed at a haunted hotel. <laughs> <laughs> no, why did I remember that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man i remember waking up the second day i was so uncomfortable once i knew it was a haunted hotel i felt like something was tugging at my feet as i was sleeping no way anyway. i don't remember that <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of amazing though uh, but also li- terrifying to live in ignorance is such a good thing <laughs> until you know <laughs> Anyway, I, my, the point is I really used multiple covers. Like I, I switched them out like it's outfit for the season. And I think that's yeah. the reason why many of us had many of them, you know, to, to, you know, change that feeling, a refresh start when you go on this trip and then you just yeah. want like a, a new partner to come with you. Totally. <laughs> Something and like that. <laughs> you know, it's like how people buy different purses. It's the same thing. <laughs> so I love that. And but then that is expensive. <laughs> Maybe. Purses, I don't know. Nah, I think, yeah, it could be more expensive. It could be less expensive. Depends okay. on if you buy superior labor. I'm kidding. Or, or plotter, which is what I'm about to mention next. <laughs> Top three. Third one. Um, my plotter. And actually, my plotter fifth anniversary, Lishio Green. Because I've wanted a green plotter since I know of its existence. And they never had a green plotter, right? Like I started using it in 2021, uh, mm-hmm. November. And it's always been the black lichio, which is like the top line leather, that nice Italian smell. But then finally, this year, September, or last year, September, 2022, September, it was the fifth anniversary and they came out with an olive green. And it was like, dream come true because one of my yeah. favorite cover from travelers is the olive green leather 
and it just feels nice to have like that olive green for the leisure part of my life and then the olive green for the professional <laughs> part of my life because I use Potter for yeah. like actual planning it's my personal planner just like how you use your weeks it's got mm -hmm. a monthly section where I just track like all the appointments that I have obligations cookies grooming schedule our <laughs> our planner journaling meetup schedules and then you know days would have to go to the dentist which i had to go to a lot last year mm. <laughs> um i used the weekly section so the plotter is a ring binder so it's really customizable so you can put any kind of paper in it but for my plotter my bible size fifth anniversary lichio green specifically i used only the monthly and the weekly pages and then I also use a bunch of like um, doc grid or, or grid pages at the back for like some free writings and notes. So the weekly really acts just like the Hobonichi weeks. The layout is even similar. It's got like seven days on one side and it extends mm -hmm. to the right side. So it's been really helpful for writing down to-do lists. Um, I love that they have the project manager that is kind of like a folder that holds extra sheets. So, you know, Plotter came at a time when I was feeling kind of like annoyed at bound book systems for, for planning. <laughs> yeah. um, when I was in my marketing job, you know, like the bound book, it like kind of I run out of space or I have to keep flipping back to look for like things that I have to do every week, which mm -hmm. is really annoying. So the ring system really came at a good time. And this has been my busiest year since working at DesignFill. And the, the ring binder system has been perfect. Um, so I use both the A5 size and the Bible size, but I'm, I'm talking about the Bible size because it kind of gives me that space to plan my personal <laughs> scheduling, planning things aside from work. So yeah. my, my favorite top threes, Water, Hobonichi, Travelers. Hobonichi is still my number one though. Still my number one. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. I hope some K-pop listeners get that reference. <laughs> but you you had a special mention though. Oh, oh that's right. I, I do have a special mention. Because I feel like if we're not talking about planners that I tout all the time, <laughs> which is yeah. the previous three, I really like the thinking of you. Um, this year, you know, we started out strong with the Stationery Cafe podcast, Patreon, and mm -hmm. it had been the book where we organize our like schedules oh, yeah. of like when we're posting this blog post and we're doing that. And I was using the side to do list to write down like stationary purchases. And then oh, yeah. remember those explosive pages oh, where we just yeah. like decorate and use our stuff like. I have the same strawberry wrapping that you were using oh, in your spread. <laughs> this was my Shizuoka strawberry week. Nice. You can tell it's all strawberry. <laughs> and so I was really enjoying so much collaging uh, with the Himekuri, with the stationery memo sets, with photos that I print out, and the one week across two page layout in an A5 size notebook planner like the thinking of you is a really stress-free way to document the week you know mm -hmm. Hobonichi one day one page is a lot traveling yeah. like could be two days a page but you know it's it's still not as condensed as like fitting one whole week into two spreads so I had it all decked out and I used it periodically. Like, I feel like I never gave up on this. Like, I may have mm -hmm. months where I pause, but mm -hmm. I always come back to it. 
um, it really, I really did drop off towards the last two months, um, November and December, but because I was away. Um, so I'm sad to bid this book goodbye. It would have been a, it's an honorary mention. I really like it. It's Tomorrow River Paper. They made it again this year. Um, but I'll just have to see if I eventually might come back to it, you know? It's, totally. it's just not for me in 2023 anymore. I got another book for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I talked I'm about surprised. in the Techo Kaiki, I think. So <laughs> So you guys can go listen to that episode. <laughs> okay, finally, last section, top three stationary accessories. Because, like, basically, aside from the pens, aside from the paper notebook, what else? What else did you enjoy this year? So these are also sort of ride or die at this point. Um and I need to oh boy nope that's not right so first thing I just happen to have this Kokuyo dot liner right now but I've kind of been struggling with finding a consistent glue tape but like glue tape in general is one of my favorite accessories (laughs) which is you know it's kind of boring but it's like it's really important for like no yeah for gluing down the ephemera yeah receipts things in our or like gluing down little memo sheets i do that all the time like it's it's it should not be overlooked um (laughs) and i was really pleased because um I noticed that the glue G L O O brand, mm-hmm. um, we we were able to order that for oblation. Nice. So I did buy one of those, and then I um, I got one of the refills too. Or wait, I don't think I did get a refill, but we we have them in the shop. So I'm like, when I need a refill, I can get it. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> nice. Because I ideally I want one that I can always refill. And I was getting refills from like Yoseka for the dot liner, but I think they are just out of stock and and like I didn't want to keep yeah and I I didn't want to keep ordering from Amazon Japan because that's just kind of annoying I don't know so if if anybody knows of another like glue tape brand that they like and I I'm not as big of a fan of the Tombow ones that are like U.S. uh release ones because they're so big and they're I'm like huge. I don't want a big one I just want, I want one that I can like carry around I'm picky okay mm-hmm. <laughs> how about that Muji one the Muji one is pretty yeah, nice I so I feel like the refill runs out really fast mm. well because it's small and like easy and like it's portable I'm I'm realizing right now that I sound like one of my customers <laughs> Like, yeah, you have that, but I don't want it like that. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know what to tell you. So, <laughs> Kelly, tell us to yourself. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. Um, so anyway, glue tape. Number two, it, I'm sure I've talked about this a thousand times as well. My TRC brass ruler that's patinaed very beautifully. For those who know um, Kelly, well, I know her well, and it's like TRC brass ruler equals Kelly. Yeah. It does. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it's always there for me when I, because it's mostly used when I, you know, cut the washi. Exactly. Tape with it's it. your washi cutter, actually. <laughs> but I do also use it for, you know, drawing straight lines. So it's <laughs> very multi purpose. I love it so much. 
I still um, don't have one. I don't know why. No way! <laughs> and you don't I, have one? And I literally just bought a second Midori aluminum ruler the oh other day because I keep losing rulers. Like, they just keep disappearing from my table until I buy a second one. Then I find the first oh. one. So I'm like, where's my brass ruler? Because I also yeah. have one with gallon leather, which I cannot find as well. <laughs> Wait, I think that was on the other desk. Was I'm it? pretty sure I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> okay, when I was there. I'll, I'll have to look at the other desk. <laughs> it's like skinny, right? No, it's With the like flat, the... big one. The oh, yeah, and I do have a skinny one. You're right. I do have a skinny oh, one. So I'm looking for both of them right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot I had that one. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, there, there we go with April. Uh, <laughs> so... What did I say? Okay, the last thing is, which I was talking with April about how I really wish that travelers would make this part of their regular lineup. Uh, (laughs) But she does not have a say in that whatsoever. Uh, (laughs) It's the sticker release paper. I have it in the standard and the um, passport size. It's it's where you put all your PET tape things, mm-hmm. where you put all your little stickers that you're sick of keeping the sticker paper for. Yeah. It's so convenient and customers ask for it all the time and it I'm is like, a great oh, it's uh, sold out addition to the traverse setup especially when you're like on the go and you want to like preserve some washi tapes you don't want to bring yes, your roll yes or like collect stickers and ephemeras on the way of your trip. I brought the smaller passport side with me to Japan, like this, oh, la- this last yeah. year. And I was saving some little labels and stickers from like, you know, when you buy like from convenience stores, the packaging sometimes has oh, some yeah. stickers. So I peel them off and I put it in the sticker release paper. Yeah. Refill. Yeah. So I, if if they, Traveler's Company listens to our podcast, I know they probably don't, but we <laughs> want it a part of their regular lineup, please. <laughs> I feel like they will eventually. Didn't they? I don't know. For some reason, I felt like I re- they released it in April 2021. Right? That was before I joined the company, and I remember yeah, reading something. Because it was the B sides. Yeah, I remember reading something about how they're like, oh, popular ones will be potentially considered or something like that. Or maybe Yuri I said that like, or something. <laughs> I hope she did. I feel like they must. It's it's going to happen. It's a great product for sure. Um, yeah. I'll kind of segue to my top three. Yeah. Traverse Notebook again. The Brass Cliffs for me. I do love those too. The Brass Cliffs really is an essential, like, not just the travelers. I love my gallon leather one as well. Um, they are just so important to holding your pages down. Oh, you have. Oh, you have the one that says <laughs> I have travelers. The, the logo. Yeah. And it's really surprising to me. Like I love it when I scroll Instagram and I come across some artist that you know you don't think is in the stationery circle, and suddenly they have the travelers brass yeah. claps clamping on their sketchbooks, and I'm just like ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good product pleasant surprise like it's so applicable and you know to 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 be fair i do sometimes use them to clip chips you know <laughs> like a really oh my expensive God, clip. but it's just that useful yeah. like it sits around my table that if does I need. not surprise me whatsoever 
<laughs> so obviously you use it to clamp down pages of your notebooks, like especially the travelers, because you know it doesn't like lay flat. So it's nice to have something with yeah. weight to hold them down. Another thing I actually like to do with the brass clips is that I get like these, you know, piles of PT tape samples. Yes, I actually noticed that on the on our stationary table. I was like, oh, April's got a little I I just love stash there. I just love clamping <laughs> it together like an entire pile like almost, you know, half an inch thick of PT samples and I just clamp it together with a clip yeah. with the with the Travers notebook clip. Um, and so I have originally just two, you know, the one with the airplane logo and then the other mm-hmm. one with the with the travelers but then somehow remember i went down to portland and i'm like kelly i lost my clip i need to buy yeah. one immediately so i bought the second airplane one and of course i did not i did not lose it i came back and found it you know yeah. all the time <laughs> oh, April. all the time and then i'm yeah. i'm really looking forward to finally opening my uh starbucks reserve oh, tokyo really grass clip so so good I'm I'm really happy about my collection and they they do great just clamping onto the side of the rascock which is where I usually keep them. So Oh, that's a good idea. You know, they just they just kind of go on there <clears throat> and then when I need to use them I just turn around and you reach for it, it is. for my that's chips smart. or for <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and oh, it's great for April. like my urban sketching setup too cuz I actually like to clamp like you know paper towels to my board or like yeah. clamping my our toolkit palette, which is the second thing I was about to hey. talk about, that actually works great. So my second favorite thing uh, this year are our toolkit watercolor palettes. They are like little thin aluminum stainless steel cases, super portable. And they have my, what I'm holding up to the camera for the video is the larger folio size, which is a little bit the size of my palm. But they have a more standard card size, like a business card size, uh, called the pocket palette. And um, that one has been super convenient for on the go, especially with the Travers notebook, because it fits into the sleeves of the Mm, zipper cases. So my setup, typically when I'm urban sketch, is like I don't like my stuff scattered. I like everything to be on the page. So Mm. I would take the brass clip and, you know, clip clip it onto the top oh. part of the palette and clip it to my book and then I can literally just hold on to the book to paint. So that's cool. It works really well. And the pocket palette holds just enough paint for you to do a nice painting. Like the the smaller one that I use holds like I think twelve. Um one, two, three. Yeah, twelve twelve half half pants because <laughs> they're thin little palettes. So is that a quarter? Quarter pan? Yeah, quarter pan. <laughs> But they look like, yeah, I guess I'm like trying to describe it, but I think quarter pans might be the right <laughs> size for that. Right ounce inch. <laughs> yeah. But that's my favorite use um, accessory, not just for urban sketching, but also for like journaling too. Because my Hobonichi, I do though, and I just need to like dab mm. a little color. I don't need to pull all my heavy like watercolor palette sets. The art toolkit is just a small one that sits on my desk, so... It's perfect. And the last item, uh, accessories that I've been obsessed with this year is actually um, wooden stamps. Yes. And this is like completely the ecosystem, I think. And I blame the Taiwanese creators because they love wooden stamps so much. Yes. 
<laughs> almost all the Taiwanese creators, illustrators, like have wooden stamps, and I especially love the ones that say things. So it's kind of like. Unfortunately, they're all in Chinese.、Um, I was gonna say I can't read any of it, but they look really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> There's this large one that says "Help me" right here, and, ah, and then this、oh, one、yeah. that says "Do what you love," and then there's one that spells F U C K but reversed. Nice. So when、oh. you stamped it, it will be reversed. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, there's it's, days I would use that. Exactly. A lot of days I would use that. <laughs> I just love wooden stamps so much, and like somehow my trip back to Taiwan accelerated my collection up to like somehow, <laughs> like I don't know how it happened. Ten x my collection, to be frank. Like I don't think I have this much rubber stamps until I went back to Taiwan, and <laughs> they are all like wood mounted. And so、mm -hmm. I was coming back to the U.S., put my suitcase on the on the scale, and I was. What is so heavy? Like, why is my suitcase so heavy? <laughs> It's because of all the wood I was carrying back with the, with the stamps. Worth it. <laughs> Worth it, though. I I love these things so much, and um, they work great with travelers notebooks because of the MD paper. Oh yeah. Um, not so good with the TRP, but you know it works. You just have to like be careful and wait for it to dry, not smudge it and anything. But、um, yeah. Next year. I do I have a notebook? No, the Fleur Lab is also TRP.、Mm -hmm. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'll try to incorporate it, but it used to work really well with like the hours book I was using the beginning of the year last year. And I have one of those. I know. Hopefully that、It's、will all stickers. <laughs> I'm just literally putting stickers in it. And that's it's like it, a sticker book, really fun, a non-removable <laughs> sticker book for Kelly. It's great. <laughs> Hopefully, it will sustain and make it to your top three next year. You know. Yes. So finally,、oh. kind of winding down. It was fun to kind of reflect on what we like a lot, though. Yeah, I, I like it. I think it's nice to kind of be like, okay, an, a practice of being conscious about your stuff. <laughs> totally. And that brings us to the last topic. You know, what are your New Year's goals, habits that you kind of want to apply to yourself, stationary wise, lifestyle wise? Anything you like to share?、Um, anything、oh, yeah. for them to capture sound bites of us to taunt us like three months down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. For April's, I'm for sure gonna do that.、Um, hey. So, <laughs> Did, did, so, did you still remember last year? You said you're not buying any more notebooks. I'll forever hold you down to that. <laughs> you know, I vaguely remember that.、Uh, I did all right, sort of maybe. No.、Uh, okay, so here's my first thing, which is gonna shock a lot of people: no new ink bottles. Okay.、Mm. And then I feel like there's gonna be an asterisk there. Okay. With an exception of like. If there's an ink called like Halloween Cat or something, and I'm like, well, I have to freaking buy that. Which is potion, you know, or something. Right, like right. That. <laughs> like there's not one of those already, and I've avoided buying it, but、uh, <laughs> because I have a lot of ink and I have a lot of samples, I have a lot of bottles. I I basically have any color that I could need, quote unquote. Like we need them in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I've got a lot and I I want to use it, you know. I don't want to just sit there in my house. Yes, I <laughs> <Exactly>. need it. <laughs> yeah, so I I just want to use what I have and um you know, practice that. So hold hold me to that unless it's yeah, like tears no, of no messy or something. No judgment in this episode. <laughs> no judgment in this episode. Okay, cool. I will support you in this episode. <laughs> Um, and then, okay, no impulse buying pens. No impulse buying pens. That makes There's sense. Emphasis that makes a lot of that. sense, though. Yeah. So, and I've already been doing good on that. Like, for example, I did not buy the Sage Kaweco Sport, even though it's a really pretty <gasps> green color. You didn't? Wow. I didn't do it. Oh, my God. That is a big, like, improvement on <laughs> Kelly's part, because she always <laughs> buys the new Kawekos. <laughs> I do, because they're always cute. Um... In fact, I am going to be getting rid of this one. Uh, I might give this to my roommate, Maddie. Um, but it's the the Frosted Coconut Kaweco Sport Ooh. that I literally bought on an impulse because Kirk Spear was grinding nibs. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll have you do a food day for me. And <laughs> I just literally bought a you Kaweco bought a pen on the spot. with like a, he- a more expensive grind than the pen itself. <laughs> yep. So, um, I, I just put that grind onto a different Kaweco. So this just has a medium nib, but I just don't, you know, this doesn't really bring me anything. Um, also I did not buy the Royal Jade Twisby. I do oh. have, I do have the two glow ones. The purple glow and the green glow from this last year. Oh. But yeah, I just, I just want my pen buying to be more intentional, Ooh, you know, and nice. not just... <laughs> oh my god no judgment this episode no, um, no i was really saying okay. that's nice you took it another <laughs> way that's nice that just sounded so genuine uh, so, so okay and then those are really my only like stationary things mm, nice um my other things are like i want to keep prioritizing daily movement which I feel like saying it that way is less intimidating than saying you have to run for 30 yeah, minutes a day. Yeah. Like I, Cause that's not going to happen. We don't like the word workout here, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but I think it is important to move every day and, and more than, more than just moving to the car, going <laughs> to work and moving back home. Like, so yeah. mm-hmm. I have been keeping track when I go on walks. So I, I try to, I'm trying to do that more. Um, also, practice self-love. Preach. Important. And related to that, do not settle for less than you're worth. And I want to say that to everybody listening out there. If you're in a situation that you feel like, mm, this isn't really that great, don't settle. Just get out of there. You don't need to be there. You need to do what's best for you. Yay. <laughs> so that's, that's, what I, that's what I want to do for myself, too. Um, and then... Listen to more records, because I was telling April that uh, one of my roommates, she's got a record pay- player, and I'd never actually sat down and, like, listened to a record before, mm-hmm. but, like, she will occasionally be working from home and, like, have the record player on, and then I'm, like, cooking and listening to the record, and she has to, like, go up and, like, change it when it runs out, and I'm like, man, this there's just something about this that feels a lot, like typewriters and like analog that, it's crap. very analog it's part it's, of the analog <laughs> life that's why that's one of ichima's favorite hobby is to listen yeah. on a record player 
it's it's a very vibe it's it's a it's a vibe it's a vibe (laughs) (laughs) and i i want to like explore it more and i realize that that's something that is a hobby that is probably also expensive when you get into it but i don't know i'm i'm curious about it and if you if you have an opinion let me know it because i i want to know like like one of the random things sorry small small tangent um Mm -hmm. is like some record players can connect to a bluetooth and i'm like that seems counterintuitive does it not (laughs) like i don't know about that tell me if that's like if that lessens but the look of it also you mean it's like a it's like a speaker but it looks like a record player (laughs) right i don't get it i'm like no you don't do that it It just like it just spins a blank plate (laughs) (laughs) right i'm like no i don't want that so Anyway, yeah. Let, uh, tell me about records. That's that's my takeaway from this podcast. From what I learned about, <laughs> you know, since they did the limited sets, one of it is the records. Like, Ijima wrote about it, and he says, like, you know, records get scratchier throughout the mm-hmm. year because they get scratched. And so, like, as you listen to it, they get a little bit more um, loop, like, what do you call it? Twitchy? Like, you know, you, yeah. there's like some glitches throughout, yep. but then that's also part of the charm. So yes, a little bit like embracing 100%. imperfection and that, which yeah. makes it even better, you know? So <laughs> I kind of like I'm that about it. records. Nice. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's Kelly. all not laugh at what April's about to say. <laughs> we're, hold, we're holding it in because she held it in for me. I was about to say you had really good goals this year. Let's let's I'm, let's hope that you can do it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Before I move on to my topic, because I th- throughout the entire conversation, I keep looking at my glass uh, display case for my pens, and I'm just like, holy moly! <laughs> I am. I thought I was In trouble. I was just gonna keep it to four levels of storage, and that's it. So. And then my goal was like counterintuitive to my my plan for that. There's so surprise, there's another fruit in the fruit basket of pens. So like I, the lemon. Oh my goodness, the lemon! I forgot about it. It's not in my top three. It's because I haven't started using it yet. So I one of my routine this year was to clean out a lot of my pens, and I was gonna re-ink mm. them afresh, like in the New Year's, which I plan to do tomorrow. So oh, the lemon okay. is definitely getting inked up tomorrow. Um, but my stationery goal, one of them, because uh, I'm gonna do the stationery part first, is mm-hmm. I'm still gonna do one pen per quarter. But asterisk, mm. this year I'm adding an asterisk. Green pens don't count. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, April. <laughs> what? It's realistic, I guess. I feel realistic. It is realistic. Okay, you know what? I'm proud of you for saying that. That's that's self-aware. It's self-awareness. I realize I, one pen per quarter is not realistic. If I keep seeing green pens, then they keep happening. They keep yeah. happening. So to be fair, it is a specific type of green. It's it is. All green it's pens. not all green. Like if you, <laughs> I am still very particular about green pens. But if there's a green, and it's not like I'm buying every green pen that came out. If there's it's a green needed. pen out there that I really you like, didn't get the glow. I didn't get the glow. If there's a green pen out there that I like, um, then I am not going to count it in my one pen per quarter goal. You know what? I I like the self-awareness of that goal and I feel like it's more attainable this way. <laughs> yes. And you know, in my head, I already 
no two pens I'm getting next year out of my four pen quota. Cool, cool that is not green. <laughs> oh, well, you probably the Yoseka one. The Yoseka like, third pen. Yeah. And I'll, then hell, I'll probably get that and one. And then actually, it already came out the cocktail series, the one that looks like oh. a yogurt with the with the purple. That one. Yeah. I forgot the drink for that one, but like. Me too. But it's the one that I like. That's too. the one that's the best out of the five. So. And it's a pro gear, right? Like it comes in yep. the pro gear. So I really like, I like pro gear. And actually, the pro gear rule is going to help me a lot this year, this this year for my goal. Like the pro gear rule? What does that mean? Like, what's the pro gear? Don't buy pro gear slims. Because oh, that's wow. going to rule out a lot of fun pens, you know, for me. So. I'm a pro gear slim person. But anyway, <laughs> but pro pro gear slim. <laughs> that's not related to me. Like you know, I <laughs> like if 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 someone comes up with a melon soda pen, and it's green, then it's not part of my four pen quota. That's just how it works, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like that you can kind of take bits and pieces and be like, oh, let's slip that in here, and like. And so just kind of no, like good. a little tangent on this topic as well. Like I'm looking at my pen tray. And so I use that beautiful pen tray that's made by that uh, Filipino uh, creator that does the little wavy acrylic mm-hmm. mode that fits into the Muji acrylic shelf and it holds 10 pens per tray. So I filled four trays of my five tier acrylic shelf now. Mm-hmm. I have one slot left. Um which unfortunately is recently filled by the Twispy Royal Jade. I realized because I haven't opened it yet. <laughs> That's why there's April, that opening. How do you not? How do you not open it? I'm well, so confused. The good thing is I still have one last tray of that acrylic shelf and one last ten slot tray insert. Oh. So that gives me the maximum like the maximum i ever want to reach in my fountain pen collection used to be mm-hmm. 40 but now can be 50 yeah that makes sense and that's it like if that's i am, where I'm if at. i'm committing to like more <laughs> that means i have to get another five tier shelf and i'm not doing that like i'm not gonna commit to 50 more fountain pens in my you life could just get like a three tier shelf no the more it's more like um if i want to expand beyond 50 pens i have to sell something out of that 50 mm. pens which is not hard because i do have some twisties in there i still have some pruras mm-hmm. in there they're not hard to get rid of so yeah, like for me true. like i mean it's not hard for me to let go of them so i feel yeah. like there's still space for me to sell pens that i no longer come with me come connect with and then invite in new pens that speaks to me for, sure. for future phases of my life. Maybe another, uh, <laughs> another, you know, one of those more expensive uh, $500 Nakayas. <laughs> or actually, are they even $500? No, they're probably like $800 right now. Oh, gosh. Or $900. Anyway, um, so that's kind of the one stationary go i can specifically put a number on one pen yeah. per, one pen per quarter i think that's doable green pens don't count green <laughs> pens don't count and then the other two things are more of like intentions i want to hold myself to this year with stationary i feel like the past two year has been our stationary glow year we've done the stationary cafe intensely you know i shopped intensely i got i i feel like i went on these trips where i've been held back for a while because we've been stuck in the u.s like we weren't able to go back to taiwan we weren't able to go back to japan and see and touch those stationary in person so i went all out right but then i feel like 
that was probably because of inhibition that led me to like kind of you know yolo both times Mm -hmm. so totally i felt like it's not it just doesn't make sense to do that every single time (laughs) so yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i've thoroughly enjoyed my stationary years the past three years next starting this year i'm gonna start to be a little bit more conscious and really pick and find things that i feel like i will like and use like immediately and for a long time because i buy sticker sheets but i hoard them which is not a good thing. Um, <laughs> I buy cool pen cases and I put them in my drawer and I swap them out only when I go <laughs> out. So things like that, you know, so less superior labor cases for me. Mm. They used to be, you know, like, oh, this is cool. I want them because I felt like, but I felt like I wasn't using them as frequently as I like to. And and then I want to also use more of what I have. I, ha- I bought mm-hmm. a bunch of beautiful stuff this year, this past year, um, at pen shows, at trips mm. and stuff. So I'm really excited to put them to good use on the trips I'm going to this year and, you know, really enjoy my space a lot more. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a use your shit kind of year. Yeah, hell yeah. I love that. Judy. I love yeah, I, I finally hear you, <laughs> Judy, from Tokovet's memory. <laughs> yeah. I hear you loud and clear. It's on my Hobonichi, her sticker, use, you it's for true. use your shit. It's, I'm putting the E for enabling sign behind me. I'm removing it from my Twitch overlay once I remember to do so. And, <laughs> and I'm going to be using a lot more stuff and enjoying stationery a lot more this year. That's good. Yay. Love that. And then life-wise, I think I, just like you, I really want to, you know, prioritize my health. So like, you know, we all went all out during the pandemic, you know, YOLO, eat what you like, gain that 19 pounds. It's time to, <laughs> time to, for me to really like see if I could like kind of get back to a more healthier me that I like, you know, where I felt stronger physically. Mm-hmm and hopefully mentally and I want to spend more time with people I care about you know family members because this year I experienced a little bit of intense moments with my family and I really want to like continue solidifying the relationship even though I live in a different country and also spend more time training and building relationship with Cookie to (laughs) to foster him for a a more healthy and longer life (laughs) in the future <laughs> if we were to actually go out into civilization again as it seems to be what we, people are doing <laughs> yeah we yeah. can't i can no longer hide behind the pandemic as an excuse to not take cookie out <laughs> more <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, that's what i want to do and then i think this year i'm going to enjoy um documenting more about things outside the stationary hobby so mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm gonna start journaling more about k-drama about musics that i listen to i feel like yeah. it kind of the spotify rap last year reminded me about a lot of songs that i really liked last year but yeah. they kind of just like you know came into my life and then left as soon as that yeah. like, that promotion <laughs> period is over and i don't know i feel like they left an impact during different moments of my life and i kind of want to incorporate music a little bit more music that i enjoy a little bit more into i guess my analog documentary phase so i'm gonna use a lot of that record stamp (laughs) from the record sets exactly i 
<laughs> I've been using that when I go to concerts and journal about the concert. That's right. You do do that. So I need to do that for like just me and my playlists and the K-drama mm. and the K-pop songs that I, I've been just really much enjoying recently. So a lot more new directions, I think, of stationery this year for me. Yeah, for sure. Very I exciting. love that. And also, yeah, totally like all the shit I want to give you aside, I think you can totally do the one pen per quarter excluding green pen. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm here for you. I'm going to try to hold you to it. I think it's Just doable. Just you hold me to the ink thing. I will hold you to the ink thing because like, I didn't specifically set a rule about not buying more ink bottles, but I do feel like I bought a lot this year and I... We found a really good community, you know, locally where everyone just has a big variety of inks. And I really find that it's probably really feasible for us to just kind of share inks all yeah. around. So I totally. think you can do it. I think you can totally not buy new ink bottles. Just don't talk to CY during all the pen shows. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm, I mean, I'm going to be working with him in the California Just, don't, just don't talk to him outside of like working hours. Like, <laughs> sorry, CY, I'm clocking out. I can't talk to you anymore. See, like, you, see you tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to eat dinner alone. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so great. Um, yeah. And then I wanted to kind of round out the, you know, this episode with, as always, some stationary news. And I'm glad you didn't make any promises about notebooks, Kelly. Cause oh, I know. I didn't even see this until paper you brought it up. to come and get our eep. <laughs> it's... <laughs> amazing um yeah kelly really was it like 2017 i think i was down in portland a lot it was my first year in seattle and then i was just mm-hmm. like buying md notebook 10th anniversary stuff from oblation and then mm-hmm. finding them at powell's I, such it's a, like right when i started working there i know it was kind of like yeah. our the beginning of our pacific yeah. northwest stationary adventure so it's been five years it's been, Isn't that crazy? It's been five what? years. So I, I kind of want to give the MD15 anniversary a little shout out just because it happens to ride on that little, our, our little milestone here. And I think it's stunning. Like they went all out and collaborated with like how many artists are these? 15 different artists. I know. Um, I thought that was really neat. To design these covers for the A5 size MD notebooks. They didn't really mention what is the inside, but what they yeah, did... Yeah, I think it's blank, It's right? all blank. What they did is they I collaborated with 15 artists, and they all draw on the cover of the empty paper because... Uh, did, they, did they say it yet? But what's special is that they made the empty paper entirely empty paper. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the cover is now, oh. is now a drawable surface. Oh, shoot. Did they oh. not say that yet? <laughs> no, no, no. I think I just didn't. I don't think it's a. Oh, wait, wait. Um, they do secret. have a section. New and improved products. Oh. Uh, with this 15th anniversary redesign, writing is even more of a pleasure than before. MD paper is now used not only for the pages, but for the cover and the fly leaf too for the ultimate comfort during writing. So you get MD paper yeah. notebook. 
all on itself. And what they did is they work with fifteen artists to draw on the cover of the empty notebook how they would like envision and you know use their different styles. And then they take those illustrations and they made it a deboss on the cover of mm-hmm. the empty notebooks, and they look so cool. They slap, they really Kelly. They they slap. They do. You're not wrong. And I just want to like especially geek out that they worked with uh, Matisse Urban Noswick, who draws those famous like Japanese street um, building illustrations. Mm-hmm. He worked with a lot of animation studios in Japan, um, comic and wave film. So he does like background, he does watercolors, and he did one which is like a street scene, and it's like a deboss onto the cover. I'm definitely getting that yeah. notebook oh they're actually a6 size okay that feels no much better way. they're a6 these are a6 notebooks oh, oh my goodness ah, oh, i have uses even... for my hobonichi covers now hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm so God, happy yeah. <laughs> they're really cool yeah um, he he published those two books the tokyo storefronts and tokyo at night and i have both of those books and it's just amazing illustrations of like japanese street scenes you know those like full front face on kind of urban yeah. sketching style drawings with watercolor it's I, I i'm just glad he's one of them <laughs> i'm definitely getting that one and the whole collection is amazing and i think they have a lot more other stuff too with dip pen they did a dip pen here's the thing about the dip pen it's not exciting at all. What? It's really lame. <laughs> Hot it's, take. It's got that minimalistic look. That empty. Maybe just that's why I don't like it. Well, it's <laughs> maybe it's because I would. I was so excited when they released that fountain pen, and it's it's not great. It's just not a good one. So I feel like this might not be. But know. you know what? I think I to still each their own. As well. <laughs> To each their own. It's like Not that. Every pen is it's for like everybody. that white empty look, you know. But but it's a dip pen, you know. They're yeah. really catching on to the Inkanuma world, and I think they released sure. some inks. They're releasing some inks too, limited edition bottle inks. But you're not buying any more bottling, so you don't have to look at it's, this. It's also just not as exciting. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a hater. <laughs> you're a hater because you are unicorn barf girl. <laughs> yep, you're right. That's why. Maybe that's why the MD paper, except for the notebook, doesn't appeal to you. Yeah, I love MD notebooks. That's I'm all about that. Are they all A6 size? Because that's amazing. I think so. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, they're so cute so it's coming up i'm just saying i think these are all going to be available starting january i don't know if you guys put your orders in yet oblation but um well i hadn't even heard of these so i don't think so but <laughs> i saw them on some of the youtube channels by some asian stationery stores already so mm-hmm. i'm excited i might just look into it right now to buy new notebooks well actually i'm gonna be conscious i just said i was gonna be conscious i'm, I'm probably only gonna buy that one that singular one by the, the artist urban last week so yay to april and holding herself yay. to her words hey. <laughs> so that pretty much rounds out our episode happy new year again everyone thank you for yeah. hanging out with us um for the past three years and we'll probably do another episode very soon maybe with phyllis too to kind of start out the new year and we'll just continue our once every other week schedule 
and totally you know bring you more fun conversations about stationery what's new what's not what's old according to kelly <laughs> and which is always off and then maybe if i have time or if i have the whim i would kind of go back to interviewing different guests i think people used to enjoy those i very much enjoyed them but it's just kind of whether i have time or not so <laughs> totally yeah, it's a lot but from my knowledge there's gonna be a new up-and-coming podcast coming from the Japan side soon, so mm. y'all have to look forward to that. I'm so excited for that. Anyway, thanks again for listening in. This is April from Penguins Creative and Kelly from Kelly Love Letters. I'll see you next next week. Okay, <laughs> bye, bye, Kelly. Are you streaming? <sighs> Let's see, I'm recording, <laughs> Ellie. Like I told you. Oh, going downstairs. <laughs> 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 can you quickly we're still in the middle i feel like we should leave that in <laughs>